I believe that every guy would be lying if he said he didn't want to have others love and respect him and trust in him as a quality leader. So in this video, I want to talk about five habits that you can start implementing today to carry yourself like a boss or in other words, a man that has an aura of being a leader that others look up to. Now, I'm gonna talk about these habits in the context of attracting women, but you'll quickly notice that these are traits that will be respected by men as well. Number one, say less, do more. I absolutely cannot stand the type of guy that rambles on about all the big things that he's working on. I'm sure you know at least one person like this. It's always the guy that is brewing up something big that is gonna take everything to the next level for him and people are gonna be blown away once he reveals everything. In reality, this guy never actually has any results to show for anything and bounces from one interest to the next depending on what the flavor of the month is. He's the guy that everyone rolls their eyes at when he starts talking about his goals and no one ever takes him seriously because he's not serious about anything himself. This is the exact opposite of the type of man that gives off the impression of being a boss or the aura of being a quality leader. Learn to keep quiet about the things that you're working on. If you have a goal in mind, keep it to yourself and continue to work in the shadows until you have tangible results to show for it. And even then, let your results speak for themselves rather than telling everyone. Remember to demonstrate, never explicate. Or in other words, always show people instead of telling people. This will create a tremendous amount of respect for you and also some degree of mystery because people will never really know what you're up to. But since you're the guy that produces results, they know that you're working on something that will be successful. Your name starts to be associated with the guy that walks quietly, but talks loud with his resume. And that is a strong trait of a boss. Number two, be the first to initiate and have a plan. This next one is important in all social scenarios, but especially with women. You never ever want to be the guy that doesn't have a plan or is afraid to initiate action of any kind. Women love it when they can trust a guy to not only come up with an idea, but have a plan to see it through and make it a good experience. A woman will fall into her feminine energy quickly and be much more fun to be around if you are the guy that she can rely on to take her on a journey, even if that journey is just simply having a plan for drinks and grabbing some dessert that night. It doesn't have to be extravagant, you just have to be decisive. In a similar vein, being the guy that initiates action is equally important. You want to be the guy that asks the girl out or says, hey, we're going to this restaurant at 7 on Friday, wear something upscale and cute. With men and groups of friends, you earn equal respect by being the guy that comes up with an idea initially or on the fly when plans change up and the group needs something else to do. When you are the initiator and the guy that seems to always have a plan or an answer, you are quickly associated with being a leader and people will look to you for the answers and to guide them. This is such a simple thing to implement in theory, but it's incredibly powerful. It can be as simple as taking five or 10 minutes to look up some activities, restaurants, or bars on Google ahead of time and to have a plan and a backup plan in case things don't pan out with your first idea. Invest a few minutes of your time into planning with anything that you do and watch the results that you get. Just don't be that guy with women that is asking where you should go to eat or waits for her to make a move. It's emasculating to yourself and she will lose respect for you over time. Number three, be curious and careful of what you consume. People who are not bosses in life have one thing in common. They consume junk, whether that's junk food in the kitchen or junk media in the form of gossip, brain dead content, and things like half naked girls on Instagram and arguing on the internet. <laughs> and oftentimes they consume all of it. You have to keep in mind that you begin to take on the traits, persona, and general level of thinking of what you consume. If you are consuming high-level media in the form of good books, interesting podcasts, and researching your curiosities, you're going to be naturally operating at a higher level than the person who doom scrolls TikTok and waits for the next Cardi B headline. And a big part of consuming higher-quality media is creating the habit of pursuing your curiosities. I personally have seen a big boost in my bank of knowledge over the last few years implementing this principle. Make it a habit to read up on anything that piques your interest, no matter how big or how small it is. If someone mentions something about how to change out a radiator, and you have no idea what a radiator even is, 
look it up online and learn about it. If someone talks about a new technology and you aren't familiar with it, take a few minutes to research it and the purpose behind it. I mean, I even went on a spree recently where I read about all the Roman emperors on Wikipedia over the course of four or five days. <laughs> now, Wiki isn't some exhaustive resource, but it led to other books and resources that taught me some things that I, I didn't know. But you might be asking yourself, what good is random information about Roman emperors and radiators if I'm trying to get girls or make more friends? The answer is that as you pursue your curiosities, you begin to become a more interesting person overall as your mind makes connections between different interests and knowledge that you accrue. You'll have interesting things to talk about in conversation, and you will bring up your overall level of knowledge like the tide rising in the sea. In my own life, I've noticed that some of the leaders I've looked up to always have interesting stories and bits of knowledge to share for nearly every situation. And the only way they built up that bank of knowledge was by gaining experience in life and pursuing their curiosities. So in summary, be careful of what you are consuming with both your eyes and your ears, and look for the majority of your consumption to be media that is higher level than half-naked girls on Instagram and useless political gossip. Listen to insightful conversations with high-level people and research topics that challenge your mind. And I'm not saying to never have fun and turn your life into one giant college class, but find the balance to where you are doing things that are nutritious to your mind more often than not. It's the same idea with food. Even though pizza is delicious and I'd love to eat it every meal every day, I simply can't or I'll turn into a fat blob with a ton of health problems. So it's best to eat nutritious good foods 90% of the time and save the junk for the other 10%. Still make room for fun and staying up to date on certain happenings because that can be valuable socially as well, but make it a small amount of your time in the bigger picture. Experienced men and interesting men make the best leaders. Number four, talk to everyone and be quick to uplift people. In this day and age, people are becoming more antisocial than ever due to all the screen time we are exposed to. And because of that, it's more important than ever to keep your social skills sharp. Imagine a leader not being able to talk to people or tripping up over his words. That wouldn't be very inspiring to others and not very boss-like. <laughs> you want, you, you could do so, you, you do. To counteract this, make it a habit to talk to people everywhere you go. Talk to the old man in line at the store, talk to the cashier, spark up a quick conversation with the front desk girl at the gym, tell someone you like their shoes, etc., etc. These little interactions add up over time and help you build up confidence and charisma in a world where people are becoming more afraid to talk to strangers than ever. People will feel the energy you bring as a person who isn't afraid to spark up a conversation and will once again look to you to lead social interactions and want to hear what you have to say. That energy is infectious and it creates social power. It also helps tremendously in conversation with women. You'll never run out of things to say and you will have a calm demeanor about yourself because you're used to conversing with a wide variety of people. She will also see how smooth you are with others when she's out with you and that will increase her attraction even more. Now something else I'd recommend doing with that power is being the guy that won't hesitate to be complimentary or uplifting to people. Throwing a compliment out to someone or giving them a word of hope can change someone's entire week and will make you stand out as the guy that people enjoy being around because you make them feel good. And there's a lot of value in that. Think back to a time you met someone who had an infectious positive energy to them in a genuine way. I don't mean the slimy salesman type who's faking it, but the person who just radiates a positive energy that seems different. Those people are magnetic and being free to give away kind words without expecting anything in return is a powerful stance to operate from that gives the impression of being a strong leader. That's the key though. Only give compliments if they come to mind naturally and don't force it. Also, don't do it expecting to get anything in return. The difference between a confident man giving a compliment and a simp giving a compliment is the confident man is doing it because he wants to and doesn't care about the end result. He's fine giving away something for his own satisfaction, whereas the simp is hoping to score points with the person and hopefully get the person to like them. Both men and women feel the energy difference between those two scenarios and the guy that is freely giving from a standpoint of not being needy is operating at a much higher level in vibration. Bosses are good socially and often inspire uplifting
radiating positivity in those around them. Keep your social skills sharp and spread the good vibes to people. Number five, be on time and decisive. Now, if there's one thing that annoys me more than anything, it's people that are flakes and those that do not respect someone's time. And this includes being on time for events. And this isn't just my view either. I'm sure you can't stand flakes or people that make you sit around waiting for 30 minutes because they're late either. It's one of the fastest ways to lose respect with someone, man or woman. On the flip side, everyone respects the guy that is on time, keeps his word with his commitments, and he's decisive. Remember that bosses set the example for people that look up to them as well. And with women, this is especially true. If you are never on time, what reason does she have to be on time herself? You've already shown you don't care about her time, so don't expect her to care about yours. You also play the game how you practice it. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. So if you are consistently late or flaking on commitments in your personal life, this will translate to business and work life as well. And from there, what good are you to anyone? Make it a habit to plan ahead and be on time and let other people be the ones who are apologizing for being late or flaking. And on the topic of flakes, cut the flakes out of your life entirely anyway. We don't need more of those. Set that boundary and keep it. And speaking of boundaries, it's important to be decisive with the things that you commit to, including your boundaries and how your time is divided up. Being a boss or a great leader isn't just about being nice and chill with everyone. It's also about having clear defined lines of where you will not allow yourself to be pushed and to use the word no often. Too many people get suckered into doing things that they don't want to do or commitments that pull focus away from other matters that should be taking priority. And usually all it would take is a simple no to avoid getting caught up in these things. A person who never says no is essentially spineless and cannot be respected. This is especially true with women because they will test your boundaries at some point to see where you stand as a man. They will want to see how far you can be pushed. And if you're weak, then the conclusion is that you're just like all the other guys. Steve Jobs once said that innovation is about saying no to 1000 things and that you have to pick what to focus on carefully. And I found this to be true in my own life. Most of the time focusing on the thing that matters to me comes down to how many things I'm saying no to in order to give that thing the time and priority it deserves. Don't let people absorb all your time with nonsense. Be picky with your time so that you can focus on what matters while establishing boundaries with people so that they also respect your time. It's a fine balance of respecting their time, but also drawing lines in the sand to let them know that your time will be respected as well. If you don't do this, both men and women will take advantage of your time left and right. And those are just some of the characteristics that make up being a boss or a strong leader. Again, you can begin implementing these today, so don't just waste time watching the video and letting the information leave your mind as soon as you click out of here. Work to actually implement these things and see the effects that I spoke of. And before you go, check the links down in the description to see some of the things I have to offer. Make sure you watch this video next and I will see you in the next one.